that is kind of like where some of these roadblocks come in, right? When people are like, oh, we'll just post. You're like, but I don't know what to post. Or maybe you forget that you have like several steps. It's like, it's not as easy as just sitting and down writing a post and posting it, right? I mean, sure it can be, but usually you're forgetting to factor in time to research, AKA talk to your ideal client and really make sure you're really clear on that messaging and language. That's a big one that people think that they're doing and they're not really doing. A lot of times you forget prep time, you forget planning time. Do you actually have the plan or are you sitting down to come up with the idea for the post and then write the post and select the asset and post it and optimize it and share it to your stories and, 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 right? That is where we get really drained because it's not just make the post. There's several steps in the process. So that's where I have just really broken down the content creation process for our clients to make it a lot more simple and help you build up a content library because that's going to be a really important piece for you. Hi, my name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Social Strategy Slayer. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about one simple system that you can use in your business to help you build a content library in less than two months. This is kind of a three part of one step um, that you can do to actually do this. This is something that we teach our clients how to do in our program, SSA, Social Strategy Accelerator. And the reason I wanted to share it with you today is because I know that creating content consistently that actually has strategy behind it for your business is no easy task. If it was, everybody would be doing it. If it was so easy, so simple, everyone would do it, right? But the truth is that although it feels like it can be an overwhelming task, and it definitely can, and you might have a lot on your plate right now. In fact, I'm sure you do if you're listening to this. It can also be really simple for you to create content if you have the right systems and support in place. But there are some steps in the content making process that are often overlooked or unaccounted for that can make it a really daunting task. Some of the specific roadblocks that come up for people when we say things like, oh, just start posting, just start posting. That is kind of like where some of these roadblocks come in, right? When people are like, oh, we'll just post. You're like, but I don't know what to post. Or maybe you forget that you have like several steps. It's like, it's not as easy as just sitting and down writing a post and posting it, right? I mean, sure it can be, but usually you're forgetting to factor in time to research, AKA talk to your ideal client and really make sure you're really clear on that messaging and language. That's a big one that people think that they're doing and they're not really doing. A lot of times you forget prep time, you forget planning time. Do you actually have the plan or are you sitting down to come up with the idea for the post and then write the post and select the asset and post it and optimize it and share it to your stories and, 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 right? That is where we get really drained because it's not just make the post. There's several steps in the process. So that's where I have just really broken down the content creation process for our clients to make it a lot more simple 
and help you build up a content library because that's going to be a really important piece for you. Um, and honestly, even if you have done all of that stuff, it can still be scary to get on video. Many people don't know what to say in their videos or how to effectively structure their videos. I know this all too well, not only from our clients, but from my own personal experience. Any excuse or a roadblock that we are coming up against does not mean that we have to accept it. It means we have to acknowledge it and be honest with ourselves about it so that we can transform it. Um, that's why I created a system to help me that I have been using with my content creation to help me get that unlocked. And it's really the most simple yet effective way to create a content library, which is important. And you might even be like, Jess, what is a content library? A content library is actually you having a bank or a library is what I would call it of past videos or content that you can use for your pages that you will be able to get transcribed, cut up into other videos to make smaller videos, you know, make into an Instagram reel, make into an Instagram carousel, put it on TikTok, whatever it might be. If you don't have any sort of content library, meaning like actual video footage or audio foot or audio sound bites or whatever it might be of you talking or teaching or developing your brand message, it's going to be very hard for you to scale, to go back and look at what worked, to make content on the fly if you need to. And that is why I teach my clients to use my CPC system. So you might be like, what is a CPC? How does it work? Let me break it down for you. So the first thing is what is a CPC? A CPC is a core piece of content. It's a way of preparing, creating, and executing one high quality piece of content per week. I'm not telling you, you got to post four or five times a day. I'm saying, I know you're busy. Focus on creating one core piece of content a week. This system seems like it might be something that could be hard for you, but I'm going to tell you how you can implement it as implement it into your business as well. Um, the system is really like a lot of times to our clients, it looks like a simple worksheet at first when they first look at it, but they quickly realize how valuable it is in their content creation process as they learn more and execute more and perfect it, right? It's kind of a framework that we give our clients. Here's how you structure a core piece of content. And it's really you giving yourself permission to sit down and get some stuff done, right? Go from point A to point B to point C and really know how to structure your videos your lives, your podcast, whatever you would want to use, you can use a content framework that works for you. Sit down and really make sure that you're delivering value. It also allows you time to create and prepare, which is what we teach our clients to do. Don't just sit down and record, which to be transparent with you is kind of what I'm doing right now. But I'm looking at a CPC that I did in the past that's how I'm able to do this video about CPCs, <laughs> um, which is so funny, but this is hundred percent it. Like, I'm like, okay, I need a podcast episode. What do I have? What can I create? What can I pull from? I have a content library. I have so many notes, so many videos I can go back and pull from and be like, Ooh, can I go deeper on that? Can I expand on that? And that's exactly what I'm doing here. 
The next point I want you to think about is, can you do your CPC or your one core piece of content a week that's really high value that you've put time and effort into that you're using to help you develop your message? Can you do that as a live video? Contrary to popular belief, live video is not about being perfect. It's the opposite, actually. People don't expect live video to be perfect. They expect live video to have no edits, to be more raw and real. And that's why people enjoy consuming lives. It also takes away any production quality you think that you need. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't do that yet, Jess. I don't have a nice camera. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have a microphone, blah, blah, blah. I don't have, I don't have, I can't, I can't, I can't, right? Um, so what I want to remind you is that you can do a live video as long as you are standing arm's length from your phone or your computer, then it'll pick up the audio fine and you can go live. It's meant to be real. That's why people like it. People aren't surprised when they see your kids walking in the back of the frame or your cats chasing each other around or the mailman comes, <laughs> you know, that's okay. People are okay with that. Live video is also prioritized in algorithms by all platforms that have live. If you're able to go live on any of your platforms that you're really focused on, whether it be TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, those platforms love it and they will prioritize that live video to help you get more reach. It tells the algorithms that you're a real person and it allows you to have a file of videos that you didn't have to sit down and do all this extra work for. You're doing one a week. I used to do a lot of content days where you're, you're content batching. And I do still think content days are valuable, but you never know how you're going to feel actually preparing for a content day, writing up everything, planning it, rehearsing it, and then delivering it is a lot of work. And not everybody has that kind of like drive to want to do that for a full day or has the time to do that for a full day or even has a video team that can help them do that. It can be a lot simpler if you do one a week. It really helps you set yourself up for success. The next thing I want you to think about why the CPCs are important, specifically planning out and detailing what your lives are going to be, what this content is going to say, is team scalability. Whether you already have team members like a virtual assistant or people on your staff helping you make content, you have to remember that at some point, people are going to be helping you with your content. Hopefully, if you want to grow your business, right? Unless you want to be solo, solo and do everything on your own, in which I'm not sure this podcast is for you. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, we talk a lot about scalability you staying in what you need to stay in, which is focusing on the messaging piece and showing up on video and the planning and the content like strategy, whereas your team can focus on the execute the execution pieces, the filing, the posting, the hashtagging, you know, the, the downloading, the cutting little clips up into other little clips that you can post on social, whatever it might be. You want to think about scalability. And one of the hardest parts about repurposing content is a lot of times people hire someone to repurpose their videos or make more content out of their videos. And they wonder why they don't like what the person has pulled. Well, typically you just give someone a video unless they're a super, super content expert, which is going to be a big investment. They're not going to know what you want pulled out. Even my team on our agency side, we typically like to have 
some sort of notes from our clients when they are sending us a live video to repurpose if we're newer with them, because we want to know like, hey, what do you deem the most important points, right? So that way you're setting yourself up for a win. You're saying, hey, here's this live video I did. Here are the three most important points of it. And I want you to come up with three to five posts that are from this video. It allows you to actually build a support system in to your business so that you can hit more levels. You can make the most of what you're doing with this content library because that's the point of building a content library, right? So the bottom line is this, having the right systems in place to help you overcome the hidden roadblocks that are actually stopping you from staying consistent and putting out quality content is key. Systems and support go a long way in getting your business where you need it to be. But the number one thing you have got to do to build a content library is stick to one core piece of content a week. I think we can all commit to that unless you're on vacation one week, which that's totally fine because you'll have a content library and you can either post on vacation or somebody can pull out clips, right? Like once you have a content library, you have options. Um, If this lands with you, feel free to shoot me a message, ask me more questions, take a screenshot of this episode, put it in your Instagram stories and tag me so that I can share. And I have so many new kinds of content coming down the line. I would love to stay in touch with you to hear what is landing for you and what maybe you are struggling with in your content creation process so I can make more content that serves you. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day and I will talk to you next time on The Social Strategy Slayer. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, before you go, I have something really awesome for you. I have a PDF download on all of the things you need to know about creating an Instagram bio that actually converts. I know that I personally love a visual. I love to download something and actually be able to see what are my action steps? How do I take that next step? Because a huge way that people lose money or lose the game on Instagram is by not having their bio ducks in a row. They don't know how to convert their their profile photos off, their username is off, their name is not optimized for SEO. They don't have their bio constructed. They don't know where to put certain things like personal values. They don't know where to put things like what their call to action is. They're all messed up on Linktree. They don't know these things. And you need to have your bio in order for you to be able to convert on Instagram. You do. It's the number one thing I tell people when I'm on my audits with them. I go through their bio and I basically tear it to shreds. And it's all out of love and it's something you can rinse and repeat. You can use this download anytime you want, but click down to the show notes and click over and download this PDF because it is going to help you keep it in your resource file. Make sure you take action on it today because this is something that up until now I've only taught in my courses, my programs, my VIP days. And still, I, I, I do tell people how to do this for their personal brand on those sessions, but you now have a PDF downloadable guide that cuts right to the chase. How do I create an Instagram bio that converts? I got you. Head to the show notes and take action on it today. 
save it in your files. Make sure that you save it, you rinse and repeat it. You can use it anytime you want. So I hope you head down to the show notes, you click that and you download your guide to creating an Instagram bio that converts. It'll take you maybe 15 minutes to update. It will take you no time at all. And it'll help you actually create leads from your Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, someone that you know really could use it. And don't forget to download that guide. All right. Sending you all my love and I'll see you next week.